Welcome back to the pod, ladies and gents. Now, I'm going to warn you, this is being recorded on the 28th of November. We have a tendency on this podcast to say something and then the complete opposite will happen. So, I'm just going to put that out there now that this could come out and something major could happen and we would have no idea. All right? Glad we got that out of the way now. Beautiful. The podcast can't strike us now. So, this is the headlines pod. Um, now, what is the headlines pod? I don't really know. But basically, it's, it's just really going to be talking about everything that's come out. You know what I'm saying? Um, everything rugby league. Every every headline that has come out over the last couple of days that we've missed because we've been, been doing season reviews and all that stuff. That's what we're heading to. That's what yeah. we're doing. All right. So, first of all, how are, we, how are we going, bro? I didn't even ask you that. I'm just too too excited. Mate, I'm doing good. Oh, I'm interested. He's doing good. Oh, That's new. Split split up the season. <laughs> I've been good in every podcast since. He's always since good. He's always good. I'm always doing good. I'm always excited about what's coming up. <laughs> so, I'll just copy and paste that answer. But, no, nah, um, I, I, I am actually excited for this one because you get to break up the season reviews. Well, it is that, that 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 is fun to do, but um, look to be it's honest, like good to get out of just like the the routine. We can't yeah. miss out on this news either. Like this kind of stuff, we need to like yep. talk about if we if we're serious about doing this. Like we got to jump on the hot news. We have got to jump on the clicks. We got a clickbait. So I'll probably do some clickbait title. So we make sure we get some. Uh, you know, maybe we get eight eight listeners this time. Um, but be good. That'd be that'd be uh, that'd be awesome, um. But yeah, so thanks for all your support on the season review so far. First of all, I want to shout out all these. Um, we're gonna keep pushing those. We're gonna keep running them up. We've um just finished our Cowboys review. We've got what six more teams to go? Seven. So after the Cowboys, I think we got uh, so Cowboys are ten. So then we got eleven, seven. twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Seven. Yep. Cool. Now, whether we drop this before the Cowboys pod or we dropped it after, I'm not sure. Uh, I would preferably like to get this one out sooner rather than later, so let's just jump straight into it, yeah, shall we? Yeah, get this one out before some news comes out, mate. Yeah, I know, because, like I said... Get this out tomorrow morning. This, this... <laughs> we'll, we'll drop this, and then all of a sudden, Luan's just signed for the bloody Warriors, so who knows. All right. First headline. Hit me. AFB wants out. Okay. Where does he end up? There's a number of destinations. Now, I want to tell the Telegraph, Daily Telegraph right now, the Sharks are not getting in. <laughs> I saw that, bro. I was like, no, 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 no. Let's, can we be serious? You just freed up 500k for AFB. Excuse can me? we be serious? <laughs> can we be serious? Excuse me. 500k. For AFB, no thank you. No thank you. Um, I think it goes back to, uh, we did a pod earlier on. Um, yeah, I think it was the Manly Review or something like that when the yep, news actually came I out. I think Manly still a chance. I don't know if they're the favourites anymore, but for all the Mate, reasons... Mate, they're nowhere near the favourites. For all the reasons I stated there, I think they're a chance. I think they can easily get rid of the cap space to do that. It's just a matter of whether they're willing to go all out and spend basically the rest of their cap on AFB. Some players would have to take a bit of a pay cut uh, to make it work, whether they're willing to do that 
remains to be seen. But I, I think at the moment, the Dragons, probably the Bulldogs and the Tigers, have to be the favourites at, at this point in time. Tigers have been seen meeting with AFB. Same as the Bulldogs. I'm not sure if the Dragons have, but they've confirmed their interest as they have with mm. everybody else. So, SEM were reporting the other day the Dragons are potentially the favourites. Now, I don't know if you knew this, but he started the Dragons. Really? Yeah. Like junior time? Yeah. Played yeah, NRL and he was Dragons. sacked. Wow, okay. And that's what Manly picked him up. Mm-hmm. Now, there's there's a lot of uh, factors that come into play. So, obviously, him him being at the Dragons previously would help. And Sully being there, Viliami Fafita being there. He definitely. Well, I don't know if I'm just kind of putting two and two together with Fafita. I like all those boys are kind of close at Manly now. Whether they came in at the 16 or 25 or whatever they are, they're all pretty close. Yeah. Um. Now that's obviously a big factor. Um. I think Flanagan's probably a big factor too. We know how he's just such a good player recruiter. Yep. Um. And the lifestyle of Wollongong. Um. Now I don't know exactly where his family lives. I'm assuming they live more towards Western Sydney. Yep. Um. As that was kind of the thing with when he was at Manly, right? That's where all the the boys were kind of from. Yep. So I mean, I'm not sure exactly where his family is, and when they need to be, and where he needs to be. But I think the Dragons are definitely, I think the Dragons are definitely a shot. Now, the only negative I have towards the Dragons is Ben Hunt's not going to be there in 2025. Yeah. So for AFB, if you're looking at that, saying, "All right, I want to still win. I still want to win NRL games. I'm coming from a winning team." Now, whether by choice he wants to go or it's literally because his family he needs his family needs him and he wants to be with his family, which is fine. He still wants to go to a winning environment, right? And the three clubs that are lined up for him right now aren't in winning environments at all. Yeah, well, that's sort of why I think Man- now Manly's probably not a premiership contender, right? Not probably not. They aren't a premiership contender right now. I'm not that delusional, but like. He's got those those connections there. He's mate, most of his mates are still there. He said that about like Sully and Fafita. Mm. That could be a drawing point to Dragons. I think that's really the only reason he's being linked to Manly at all. Yeah. And the fact that he really only left because he wanted to start a new life in New Zealand. Yep. Um. As for as for joining some of the lower teams for more money, I think Bulldogs and Tigers would definitely be a preference because I think they're building to something more than what the Dragons are at the moment. At this point in time, I think they're further along in their rebuilds. Yeah. Um, especially if Luai uh, can go to the Tigers as well. Uh, Bulldogs have just signed some uh, pretty big players. So, I-, I think those two would be more of an option. Um, I- I- this is going to sound biased, but I do like Manly and the Tigers as the best fits mm-hmm. for AFB. And I'll get, I'll get into that a little bit, a little bit later. Yep. And yeah. Oh, as to why I like the Tigers as a fit for AFB as well. Um, now, so the Dragons, again, for me, their only hurdle is the fact Ben Hunt's not going to be there. A Talatau Moan. He's a Naga Tongan boy, isn't he? Yep. So there's another there's another link. I'm sure they would have been mm-hmm. in the squad together at some point. Uh, especially the World Cup, I think. They were both there. Um, Sua, too, I believe, is in the Tongan squad. So I think he's Samoan. Samoan, is yeah. he? Okay. Sorry, apologies. Um now Blake Laurie came out the other day and said he'd love to have AFB there if they could get him. Mm-hmm. Um which I don't know if that's like players don't like their contracts and their moves being talked about publicly. Now I know when you throw your support behind someone like that, 
it's it's usually out of you know out of a good heart, a good place. But I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. For me, out of those three destinations, they're the ones that have been talked about the most. Yep. Um, I don't see I don't see the drawing. I see the drawings as third best. To be honest, if he if he wants to go on suitors or realistic, I think the drawings are the most realistic. But okay. I think in terms of his I think career, I'd have him fourth. What do you got, Manly? Yeah, I'm not talking about Manly. I love the dragons. Manly hasn't been in any conversations. I'm not talking about Manly. Okay, so well, I'm just talking about dragons, bulldogs, tigers. The ones that have been pushed forward as the links. I would have, in terms of a pure footballing perspective, the dragons would be third for Mm -hmm. me. I just don't know where the direction is going with Ben Hunt. That we'll get to obviously who they've been talking to later in the show too, but just for right now, with Ben Hunt, no guarantee to stay at all. Um, and not nothing really major lined up. I think they probably sit as fourth best. Yep. Now I don't want to say who I've got as the first. Who I think gives him the best opportunity to keep playing winning football, because I don't want to come off bias. I've gone with the Tigers too, so you can say it. Okay. Well, I've gone with the Tigers because, for me, if we're looking at twenty twenty five, they have the best setup right now. Mhm. Now those three teams. Yes. Yep. Yes, which is... I don't want to sound biased when I say that. I'm saying that legitimately. Like, if the Dragons had the best setup, I would say the Dragons have the best setup. But they don't. The Bulldogs are a bit in the middle for me. Um, I just... I, they need forwards, so maybe for him, fit-wise, it's the best option. Yep. Um, but again, winning football, like... The Dogs just really haven't sorted a lot out. Um, now, they have brought Curran in. Um, and they have brought Cherry in and they've brought Critter in Sexton in Turpin in Hutchison in Taffin Salmon in you ain't tired of me yet Kurtman in they're bringing everyone in they're bringing every utility in but I still struggle to see where their direction is going I really struggle because we Burton didn't live up to what we wanted him to live up to last year. So for me, he's still a bit of a question mark. What can he hit? Who can he be as a player? Critter, we think he's going to play fullback. That would be a massive question mark as well. That's a huge question mark. Cherry, is he going to adjust back to NRL level? Huge question mark. Preston, is he going to be able to replicate the season he had last year? Kickout, is he going to have going to be able to come back into Penrith form? Is Curran going to be able to have the impact they want him to have at lock? Because his best games last year were in the back row. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just about, you know, Reed Marnie. Is he a Paris system player or is he a star nine? Sexton, yep. can he be a consistent half? There's so many question marks around this Bulldogs team. We still need to figure out. Yep. Um, Everybody who watches, you know, the media, NRL360, listens to the Daily Tele, all, all, all that kind of stuff doesn't really watch the NRL too closely. Like, like, you know, they throw it on for their favourite team, watch a few games every now and then. Mm. The Tigers are nowhere near as much of a basket case as, team, as, as people think. It's just the head office. That's yes. all it is. Yes. And, like, they went... I reckon they could have finished 14th, 13th last year if it wasn't for all the injuries they had. They were literally playing Wakeham and Will Smith and the Harbs at one point, which they've signed quite... Quite a few halves, young, raw halves, but ones with loaded potential. They've signed Caesar. They've still got Dewey to come back. Uh, I was talking about Final and Sullivan as their young halves. 
Um, their recruitment's been very good in the last few years. They've got Bateman, Ipac, Clemmer. Uh, Appy. Who am I forgetting about? Appy. Um, probably bringing Olam over. So the, the club's direction is definitely more, way more defined. And than, can I, can I than the throw in Dragons. Jareem Buller? Did you sign him or did he just come through? We brought him over from basketball. Uh, uh, basketball? Yeah. Oh, damn. So he was playing for the Titans. Then he said, I want to go play basketball. So then they released him. He went to play basketball. And then the Tigers said, do you want to come down and have a run? And they oh, yeah. signed him from there. So Buller, um, still got Stefano there, mm-hmm. st- who was also recruited from Parramatta. Um, a lot. And they have a lot of young people in there coming through as well. Mm-hmm. So for me, 2025, the Tigers probably have the best setup. Um, so I think it's realistic too. They try if they can get Clemmer off the books, especially. I think Knopf's mm. on decent coin as well. Yeah, and the report came out the other day. They're trying to offload him as well. Yeah. So if they can get rid of those two, I've, and I think they've already they've still got quite a bit of cap space free anyway. I think they could easily pick up both Luai and AFB. Mm. So your final verdict, right? What we've spoken about. Where does he end up? That was the big overarching question. Where does he end up? It's going to sound biased, but I think Tigers and Manly are the two... I think he's going to beat the dogs. I think he's going to beat the dogs. You reckon? Yeah. I know we just discussed like the best footballing fit, mm-hmm. uh, but I just I just think he'll go to the dogs. Yeah, okay. Because they're being aggressive. I don't know. I just don't see the Dragons. Aggressive isn't always good. I just think he'll beat the dogs. The, now, another big factor the Tigers have is the Fulton link again. Benji link. Yep. Um, I don't want to go and under Benji. Yeah, that's kind of like, what I'm seriously. thinking. But, yeah, I, I do ultimately think he ends up at the Dogs. Fair call. What price tag would you put on AFB? Well, they've got to pay him what he's on. First of all, yeah, true. So, 1.1. So they'd have to take on his full contract. Yes, that's how it works. So the Warriors will fully release him for 2025 season and onwards, and they have to pay everything on that contract. See, I wouldn't mind that. I don't think it, if you're the Dogs, if they can afford sure? one point one, yeah, yeah. He's not just being the contract's not being terminated or anything like that. No, they have to pay the contract out. All right. Fair enough. All right. So I've got Dogs. You pick, pick a farm destination. Where do you think you finish it? We've got Tigers as the favourites right now. Okay. So I've got dogs. Tigers fans on dogs. Manly fans on Tigers. That's just what we do over here. No bias. It's just neutral fans. Neutral fans of the, the beautiful game. Now, next one we're going to jump to is Kirk Capel to join the Webster Revolution in New Zealand. Now, a report that's come out 20 minutes ago. Shout out to the League Scene pod on Twitter. Brisbane have given Kirk Capewell permission to join the Warriors on an immediate deal. Well, yeah. They'll play Peacura. They're not stressing. We spoke about this on our Brisbane thing, saying we don't actually think he's going to be resigned. No. We reckon like there's just not They've enough cap space. They've got to have Peacura. Ricky signed until like 2028 or something ridiculous yeah. now. Peacura needs a spot. You can see it. Everybody mm-hmm. can see that he's good enough to be starting. Lock at lock second row, and um, that I I I think he could easily be a top five second row at some point in his career. Um, yeah, so Cable's getting older. He's only thirty, I think. 
Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the thing is, I don't really understand it for the Warriors from a Warriors perspective. Um, Neokore signed till 2026, so I highly doubt that's going to be Neokore that makes way in the starting lineup. So I think that means Jackson Ford's out, mm. which I really don't understand. I thought he was very, very solid on that left edge last year. So, I mean, we'll see how it plays out. But I, I don't see Jackson Ford as a guy that's going to come off the bench. Yeah, it's an odd one to me. It's really odd. I think Neokore probably comes off the bench. I think you're right. I don't see Jackson Ford as a bench guy. Mm-hmm. I think his impact immediately comes from the starting lineup. I can't see him going anywhere near the bench, really. Um, but it's just, yeah, I think it's a really good fit. I think it's a really good fit. I think he's like kind of like the Ryan Hoffman when Hoffman went over to the Warriors. Okay. Um, just an experienced player with a lot of rep experience. He's mm-hmm. going over to help this young team. Yep. Defensively. Huge. I think he's going to be massive. I think sometimes near Kore with his discipline let the Warriors down a little bit sometimes this year. Okay. Capewell takes that out. Now, whether you go Ford on the right, I would put Capewell on the right because Ford had such a good season on the left. Well, I think Capewell he's got to keep that spot. Yeah, I'm okay with him playing either side. He played right for Brisbane, so it doesn't really matter, mm-hmm. does it? Um. But yeah, I, I I would probably be playing Capel on the right with Ford on the left, bring near Corey as an impact player off the bench. Um, I really like it for the Warriors. They've really pounced on him being off contract. Um, as long as they can get him for a good deal. Now, three years I think is good because th- he's still relatively young. He's still got three years left in him, I would say. Yep. It just adds more depth to that roster now. Yeah, I... It's a difficult one because I rate Nia Corey very, very highly. Uh, he probably wasn't as good as Ford last year as a whole, but I think over the next few years, Nia Corey will be the better second row for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's just a difficult one because I think you have to bring Nia Corey off the bench now Yeah. because I don't think Jackson Ford's a bench impact player. Nia Corey, I mean, it sounds bad. You're getting dropped to the bench because of your versatility, which is actually a good thing, a good like mm. aspect of your game to have but he can come on and play middle did it at Parra a lot he's a great bench player for Parramatta yep um, I know we talk about it a lot he can play he can play a little bit of centre if he needs to if there's a few injuries around mm-hmm. um, yeah it's, it's just a it's a weird one it's something I definitely didn't expect to happen the Warriors is a very weird side for him to end up at in uh-huh. my opinion yeah like getting get, getting on in your career um I like Moving it though. Don't yeah. don't don't get me wrong. I actually really like it for the Warriors. And I think he's gonna be a significant loss for Brisbane. I don't think people will actually understand. Like I know Pierre Cora is probably the next big thing in the second row. Yep. But I just think having that kind of level headed player yeah. out there is huge, especially for a team that's mm-hmm. that young. So that's kind of relying on the Broncos to take a step forward in leadership. Especially guys like Carrigan. Um mm-hmm. Haas. Now, they already are leaders, obviously. I'm not saying they aren't, but they've got to have more composure. It, it's probably a bigger toll on Renault, too. And you you look at that left edge, like, there's no more Farmworth and no Capewell, so they're going to have a completely new left yep. edge this year, which is going to be a huge impact on them, too. It's going to almost change the way they yeah, play very, out that very, way. Very, very inexperienced mm. left edge as well. you got um, Ezra Mam, who, I mean, he's coming into his own, but not, not the most experienced guy, not the greatest defender. Yeah. Pierre Kura, 
Then you're probably going Mariner. Mariner and, and Arthur's. Oh, I could get shredded. And look, I think the Broncos actually have installed a really good defensive system. But that is still scary. Still scary to me. I think it is scary, but I think they'll be up for it. All right. I think they will throughout the season. But that's if K-pop, this does go through, which I'm assuming it Which does. I think it will now. They're giving him permission to go. I do think it is good signing. Definitely helps their depth. Definitely kind of adds what they needed. RTS and K-pop uh, I'd say they're experienced mm-hmm. like vets now, yep. level-headed guys. They're both... Nah, RTS being the left edge, that's my bad. But, um, yeah, I, I think it also makes their right edge a little bit... Not more unpredictable, but they're different types of Can I ask you a question? Just, so they've got Johnson and Dallin mm-hmm. in there who are very... I feel like X Factor type players, and then they've got that, like get through your work type guys in Rocco Berry and Kurt Capewell now. Yep. So I think that could that could be a very good thing for them as well. I just I struggled to understand some of the signings they made, like Harris Tavita as well. I know he only took he was only ever taking a year off. He's a fourteen for me. Could be, but like they've also got probably Tamara Martin. You could say mm. as as halves depth. They still got Volkman in there. So yeah, but anyway, what was your what was your point going to be? You're going to ask me a question? Mm. Go for it. Is there any chance RTS lines up at six in round one? Don't think so. I'll tell you what. I don't think Because so. he has before. I don't think so. But he has. When? When while she was playing. He slotted to six one yeah. I don't think. Don't think it's going to happen. Crazy things have happened. Don't think it's going to happen. I would love to see it. I would like to see Luke Metcalf stay there. Oh, I don't know. Now I'm thinking about it. Now, as go- we're gonna, we can argue about this now. R- RTS is obviously another signing story that we could talk about anyway. But as good as CNK was, and as good as he has been, I'm keeping him at fullback. I would, I would still have RTS at fullback. No. Nah. With CNK in the centres. No. Nah. I'm keeping CNK at fullback. I was I was I on your side at the start of the year. I don't want RTS. At My only thing is RTS has been out out of the game for a year and a bit. Oh yeah. So that'll be the only reason. Yeah. I would just give CNK at least the first ten rounds. Mm-hmm. Just see CNK how they go. CNK was great. It's just that I've seen CNK play very. very but the thing good is, like, you think centers. about it. This is we're talking about Sean Johnson here too. He needs to be playing his best football, and he had his best combination with CNK. Yeah. So I would be probably leaving CNK. Yeah, there. fair call. See how it goes. All right. I don't think six. I don't think a line up at six. No chance. I, I can see it. I can see it. All right. So that's Capewell. That's AFB. All right. Sorry, I was just doing some counting. I want you to pick a number one to seven, and we can go to the next one. Two. Two. Number two, you say. Are you locking that in? Uh-huh. Dearden being thrown the house by the dragons. Is Flano's outspoken approach working or failing? Oh. Well, at this point, you'd have to say failing. Because, mm. I mean, they're yet to lock anybody up. But I don't think you can expect them... To have it, to to be needing to lock them up right now for twenty twenty five. Yep. Um, 
it's a very tough question because I think there's some very positive aspects of it. I think there's some very negative sides of it as well. Yeah. Um, is it working? I don't think you can tell yet. That's mm-hmm. all I can say. I think there's some very positive aspects and I think I mentioned them in one of the pods before. I think that the fact that since Ben Hunt, the Dragons haven't been in really any big signing talks. Um, like, it, it gets gets them out there gives the whether whether it's true or not it, it lets other players know that all right they're actually trying to build towards something here they're not just signing um role players that they can put around ben hunt the whole time they're actually going out there trying to sign these big stars improve their team which i think is something the dragons have lacked for a few years now but the negative side of it as well and we've spoken about this is you're basically telling your rivals exactly what you can offer and I don't think it's good for the players that you've already got at the club as well. Mm. Saying, oh, if he wants to come here, he can play fullback if he wants, he can play here. It's telling your players, if he comes over, you're gone. Yeah. Like, you got no chance. Yeah. Like, we will be getting rid of you if we sign this player. Yeah, exactly. And I think those were my thoughts too. It's just, he's coming out and basically saying, we want Dearden, you know, we want him to be our marquee signing, we're willing to give him, you know, this amount of money... He can be the seven if he wants. Well, the Manu one was the worst. Mm. He come here, he can play full he'd be the captain. I'm not saying I'll take it off Ben Hunt, but Manu could be the captain. Like, yeah, I just think coming out... He could have whatever he I wants. Just, really? And the thing is for me, like the Dragons are going to go into a phase where they're rebuilding. Is Dearden going to want that? And I think you're just embarrassing yourself coming out and being like, Tommy, we're going to offer you this much. We're going to throw the bag at you, and yeah, you could be the seven. And have they even said a word to him? <laughs> it's just flying on SEN, just doing all these player negotiations. <laughs> Through SEN. All right, listen here. Brandy, Vossi, we're offering Tom Dearden a four-year, $4 million contract. Tommy, get at me. You come talk to me, mate. You come, you come, you ring me up. Let me know if you accept. Next week, he's on the radio show. Tom's rejected some up in my offer to her four years, 4.5 million. Tommy, hit me back. Like, bro, just why don't you just keep... How do the Tigers get completely railed for everything coming out in the media when this guy is literally sitting there leaking everything from the club to SEN Radio? Don't know, mate. But apparently it's good for the club that the Dragons come out and they're driven and they know what they want. I'm sure the Tigers know what they want. I feel like that is a positive to it, but... There's a lot of negatives that come come with that. And we, we spoke about it literally earlier in this episode. Players probably don't want their contracts... Leaked to the media. Leaked out. Yeah. They probably want things to happen behind closed doors. You know, what they're asking for, things like mm. that. And um, even even within clubs, and this is surprising, even within clubs, some of their teammates don't even know like who's earning what. Yeah, exactly. So they probably don't want the whole team knowing, oh, this guy's just come here $1.3 million. Like... You can give a ballpark number, but don't tell them, don't tell everybody whether they're within your club or not exactly what you're offering players and just things like that. Yeah, and just keep it under wraps. Because the rivals now can go, all right, well, you're offering him this, we're going to offer him 200k more because we can. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Like, rival clubs can just do that. And I don't know if Dearden is necessarily the answer. I think he's a good young building block for the Dragons if they were to get him. I think he's a terrific young player, but he also needs to be paired with someone that's serviceable. I think if they if they somehow manage to convince Ben Hunt to stay, if they start, I think I think he could if they start signing 
stars. Mm. I'm not I, so I think Dean and Hunt would be good. Very good house pairing. But it's just a matter of whether Hunt stays or not. Yeah. But Flano seems very confident. It's, mate, he, he seems... He's very driven, though, which must be encouraging as a player, like, to come in and to have a coach that is so driven to mm-hmm. rebuild the club. Like... I think the outspoken approach has pros and cons, like you said. Like, coming out and announcing everything to the media, I think, is a bit confronting, but it also shows the player, like, you have the coach's public backing. Like, he's confident in you. So, I think, yeah, as you said, but it's probably not good for the actual club. Like, they probably don't want him going around and announcing all their ideas and, like, kind of shaming players as well, a little bit. You know, saying, like, Tom Dearden, Yuri, and what kind of messages that said... To the other halves, I guess in one way it could tell them to work harder, and another way it could also be like, "Oh, I'll just give up then." Well, it's basically saying, like, I know players will know. All right, let's say you're Talatau Mode, if and he's still playing, right? Mm-hmm. If your club signs Tom did, and you know, right, I'm probably going to head back to reserve grade at some point in yeah. my game. But like, if you're coming in and announcing, "All right, we're going for this goal," it's basically saying we're not happy with the mode right now. Yeah, we we, we don't think he's good enough. Yeah going forward yeah so I think that's that's the negative negative side of it yeah it's a massive negative it's just it's a huge gamble from Flanagan like the Dragons have never really been in the market for these stars and I like that now they're going out and they're they're really putting their name in the hat for all these star players but I just don't know if this is a way to go about it at all like I think you want to be a recruitment destination, but you also want to be a place where players are like confident they can negotiate with you. Yep. And and you can even like do it in a way where you leak mm. the stories to the media that you're going for. So it's the media reporting it, not your head coach coming out saying, oh, we're going for him, we're going for him, we're doing this. Yeah, but I guess it also gives that thing like, then you feel like the media is leaking things then you feel like the club has no security and then you don't know yeah. what about you is going to get out. Point. So I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not too sold on his strategy though, for sure. Yeah, no, but I think it's good that he's trying something. Mm-hmm. I think there is definitely positives, but it comes with quite a few negatives and I don't think that's something the Dragons really can afford right now. Yeah, no, not at all. Can they afford Dearden though? And what are they offering him? They They're going to have to get around the million mark. We're about to find out. Well, Flano's going to tell us. When's Flano next on SEN? Probably tomorrow. <laughs> Announcing it's done. He's dragon. Um, but what are you offering him if you're the dragons? And do you give him the six or the seven? Well, depends what else they can get. Mm. It depends if Hunt stays. If Hunt stays, he's the six. 100%. Yeah. If Hunt goes, you sign Tommy Dearden. I think you get the best half that you can get and wherever Dearden fits in that, you play in there. Yeah, okay. If you can get a really, really nice six pair next to Dearden, sure. Play play him at seven. But so if what if they a half back on the market... What if they back. sign Dearden, they still have Kyle Fun again? Dearden's a six. Funding's a seven? Yeah. And are you happy with that? Mm, I don't know if Flano's the guy who's going to lead you back to the top eight or finals football, but... I think if you have those two, you play Dean at six. Yeah. But I think they've got to be, like, if that if that situation happens, they've got to be on the phone to, you know, like Super League maybe, um, your Jonah Pezzets of the world. Um, basically, 
even like a Jock Madden, any anyone who's yeah. in like a system right now that's pretty good that's just not getting game time, you're on the phone to them, I think. Yeah. Um, Just like, I think the Dragons have to figure out the, the other bits of their spine. Like you can't really go did and then work everything else later. Yep. Because like, you look at the Tigers, right? They know Bull is their long-term fullback. They know Appy's going to be the nine for the next See, three or so years. I don't think the Dragons have any clue who their spine's going to be in two years. Well, we don't even know if Little's going to play, like... I don't think Sloan will be the fullback in two years' time. He could be. He could come out and kill it. But mm. could be Lomax. Could be someone Could be Manu. New. Could be anyone. Um, I don't think they know who their long-term six is. I don't think they know if Ben Hunt is going to stay or going to go at the end of his contract. I they don't, don't they have know a nine. Little's going to be the nine yeah. long-term. So like, they need to sort that out first. I think they need to have a more sol- solid spine before they go and invest all this money in bigger names. Yep. All right. Pick us another number. So I've already said two. Yeah. Um, let's go number. Let's go number four. Number four is going to be. Hit me. Ezra Mam. Ezra. Ezra Mam being hunted by Papa Wayne. Now. I personally think there'll be more clubs after him than just that. Well, I think the Raiders have already thrown their name in the hat too. Every six have been linked to the Raiders. So. But is it is it realistic? No. I think he's staying with the Broncos. 100%. I don't think he suits what Canberra wants to build either. I'm talking more about the Dolphins. Yeah. Canberra can get out. You think he's leaving Queensland to go to Canberra? No. Nah. It's between the Broncos and the Dolphins, and I'm more like a 85% Broncos. Oh, I think he's staying. I don't I'm think he's going anywhere. I don't think he's going. It's a matter of what he stays for. Um. I think he will take massive unders. Stay at Brisbane. To stay at Brisbane. Now, he's what, 20 or 19? 20, I think. 20. Still very early on in his career. Um, I think he's going to stay the six at Brisbane. Uh, I think he'll take massive unders so that they can keep Reese Walsh mm-hmm. on a pretty big deal. And then once Reynolds is done, that's when Mam can get his big money deal. I think yeah. Mam, Mam will probably sign... Probably line it up with Reynolds. If Reynolds signs a two-year deal, Man will sign a two-year deal, and they'll time it at that. Whether Man becomes the seven then, and someone else comes up into the six jersey, whatever they do there, I think that'll be the time that Man can get his bag from the Broncos. But I think for now, to keep the team together, he's going to have to take unders. I think he'll be happy to do that early on in his career because he's not in his prime yet. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we'll listen. I was listening to Bloke in a Bar, and I believe... Um, I don't know. I, I think they said something about him taking unders for the next couple of years and then when yeah, he's hitting his prime, he's hitting yeah, that's you know, the max value. Yeah. So, yeah, I do agree with you on that front. I just think they're building such a good culture there. Like, why would you want to leave yeah. there? I wouldn't sign a long-term deal, though. No, nah, two years. Yeah, two years, something like that, so that he can then go and get his bag once. Mm. once and it may years. be with the Broncos because they may get rid of some dead cap. I think that's what they're kind of doing with Capewell. Mm-hmm. Pia Correll wouldn't be on a huge extension. Neither would Ricky, I don't think. No. Um, like, you're looking at your Carrigans. I think Reynolds will take a subsidised, like, a reduced salary. Mm-hmm. You've got to prioritise Mam and Walsh. you got Payne Haas locked up forever. you got Paddy Carrigan, who just recently got extended. Yep. You just lost Herbie Farmworth, which will save you some coin. Mm-hmm. You're playing the younger blokes, but eventually they'll need extensions. Eventually, all these people will need to be re-signed. I think you've got to get on top of Walsh and Mam right now, and you got to 
get those done. You can't play yeah. around with Reese Walsh, especially because he's going to demand a lot of money. Well, let's throw a ball. Well, I think. Do we have Walsh as a topic? No. Okay. I, I think Walsh will sign for around a mil, 1.1. I think it'll be more. You reckon it be more? I think it could be 1.3. Could the Broncos afford it? Well, that's what they've no, got to I look at. I don't think it matters. I think they've just got to do it. What? Just cheat the cap? No, not cheat the cap. <laughs> like, they've just got to give him what he wants. Well, you just said, I don't, can they afford it? I don't, I don't think it matters. Just do it. No, I don't think it matters as to, like, if we have to get rid of another role player, one more yeah, role right. player that we wanted to, yeah, to give Walsh an extra two fifty than we thought we would. They've got to do it to keep him. Yeah, anyway, well, I just right. I think he's going to demand a lot of money. What if you're the Broncos? What are you? To me, I'm so if I'm the Broncos, Ezra, he's a seven fifty. Yeah, I'm hoping Ezra signs for seven hundred, seven fifty two year deal. Give him more after that. If he continues, if I'm an outside club, it's going to take me at least for the Dolphins. For the Dolphins, I don't think it would take a mil. I think it would. No, I don't think so. Wayne Bennett. Bennett won't be there. Oh, that's true. Um, Maybe I'd go nine hundred. I would be. I would want to stay at the Broncos. I would too. I think if you're looking at Canberra, Canberra's probably looking at three mil a year. (laughs) Honestly, no, Uh, no, but for real, I think they're looking at one one point one. Like they're looking yeah. around there. These are, these are the best halves on the market at the moment. Yeah. Like and three of the top five, I would argue, six is in the comp. Maybe three of the top six yep. are on the market. And um, whether Ezra is worth that right now, I think you've got like you can't always just pay on what they're worth right now. The potential he has, other clubs would be offering one point one. Yeah. To stay because he's twenty years old, he's arguably the top three six in the game now. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, he's he's done it. I mean, he didn't win, but he's done it on the big stage. Scored a hat trick. Yes. Can play six or seven. Probably going to be more of a six in the NRL throughout his career. Mm-hmm. X fact, he's got so much. So much that teams could use. Yeah. But I, I think he stays at the Broncos for unders. Yeah, I do agree with you. Yeah. All right. Are you good? I'm. St- uh, he's staying for me too. I don't think he leaves, at least for the next couple of years. Yep. Let's say the Finns get him. Yep. He's six. Is O'Sullivan your seven or do you continue pushing Katoa? Well, it depends where Katoa's at after this year, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, th- I think this might be the last year of O'Sullivan's deal. From memory, I'm going to confirm that. And I, I still think the Dolphins have a mountain of cap. Oh, of course they do. Like, they did sign Avarillo and Farmworth and... Who was their other signing? Who am I forgetting? Avarillo, Farmworth, Flegler. Flegler, that's the one. But, like, we got to remember, they only used, what, 70% of their cap? going into the first season because they couldn't get that star that they wanted. Yep. So, yeah. I, I think they've got more money to spend. So, I think they could definitely afford Mam. It's just a matter of whether he wants to go or not. Okay, so O'Sullivan is locked up until the end of 25. Yep. But, as of 2024, he can start negotiating with other teams. That doesn't mean you have to play him. Oh, I know. I'm just saying, like... Um, depends on Katoa, hey? Yeah. Depends what, how he kind of progresses this year. I'm just looking here. If they if they go with a Mam Katoa, place of birth for Sean O'Sullivan, St. George. I, I knew you would have seen that. <laughs> so, Dean and Sean O'Sullivan. Katoa's on the same length of contract. Yeah. So he's that's on, he's very interesting. He's locked up on 275k as well. Mm. Wow. Very interesting. I really don't know where they go. I think for sure he stays. I'm 90... 
Ninety percent sure. It's yeah, I think the, I don't think the Dolphins have to worry. Seventy-five percent sure it's on uh, going to be for unders. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know how they create cap. They should have a decent amount because Flegler, Farnworth are gone. Yeah. Oates is on a reduced deal. Mm-hmm. Pierre Cora, Ricky wouldn't be on much. Kate Wells going out the door. Like I think they would, I think they'll re-sign him for about seven fifty eight hundred. Yep. I think that'll be the final figure, and then it's just about working out Walsh around that. Mm-hmm. So now whether that's all right, we're gonna get rid of Jensen and then just play Fletcher Baker in his place. Yeah. Um, Marty Tapao can can go stuff like that to kind of create that sp- uh, space for Walsh to stay. That's probably what they look to. But yeah, I don't see Ezra Mam going anywhere, to be honest. I think he's like the front and centre of that culture alongside Walsh and Haas and Carrigan for the next, well, it could be 10 years. Oh, yeah. Just very interesting. I think the Ezra Mam uh, contract extension has a big domino effect on Reese Walsh as well. Because I think if he gets extended, it's going to cause a lot of movement to happen in that roster. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, mate, you know what I'm going to ask you? One to five. Give me one. Give him one, the kid says. I want one. Are you ready? Yep. Hit I can't me. wait to talk about this. Hit me. Luai getting a bag from the Tigers. Does he fit what they need? Yeah. I think he does. Mm. I think he does. And, oh, mate, I'm a little bit higher on Luai mm-hmm. than I think a lot of other fans are just because of... You know, basically, he's just an out there player, and people don't really like that. I think. Yeah. Uh, has a bit of grub in him, which is always an easy target for the media, things like that. Plays for a team that's won three grand finals straight, so the people generally don't like dominance and teams who dominate completely. So yeah, I think Luai be good, be be a good pickup for the Tigers. Yeah, I look the one point one two five figure that's being floated around at the moment is a lot of money. I'll pay it, but I think you got to be willing to do it. Look, and I if, don't. I think it's worth about a mil. Yep. Unproven. Oh, I mean, I can't even say. He's well, this is on this is my own. thing, you right? This is my thing. That. This is my thing. So people look at the Panthers offering him eight fifty and say, that, "Look, the Panthers are obviously offering him unders. The Tigers offer him one point one." And people say the Tigers are offering it too much. Yeah. So what is his... So one mil. If you are the Tigers and his market value is one mil, you have to offer over that for him to come. Mm-hmm. Why would you offer... Market value. Why would you offer market value for someone that you need compared to the Panthers? They need halves. And look, they got Fainu and Sullivan there, which I think people are going like, well, what's going to happen with them? I think it's going to be pretty evident over the next year what's going to happen with them. Yep. I think they're going to give them time. I think I do eventually think they those two will be in the halves together at some point. We will see them at some point in the halves together. If you sign Blue, I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, I don't think... Could C- Sullivan turn into a 14? Well, that's what I'm looking at. I think it could be Finu at 6, Luai at 7, and then Bud off the bench. And it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens now because they do have... I'd say plethora of halves now if they sign Luai. And and look where they were seven. look where they were a year ago. Like yeah. people complaining about this, right? A year ago they went Luke Brooks, Brandon Wakeham, 
Will Smith. Yep. Now you might be looking at Luai, Sullivan, Finu, Caesar. Mm-hmm. Now, Could be nice. They signed Luai. Could they start the season with Caesar Luai? Luai can play the six then. Well, they can't start the season with Caesar Luai because he'd be signed for 25. Yeah. That, uh, no, 25. Oh, you're talking about 25. Yeah. Right, okay. Do I thought you were talking about this year. That? Do they... Um, Look, Caesar's on a one-year deal. Yeah, I don't know how long he stays. What do they have Latu in there with Luai? Can Luai play the seven? Well, that's... Apparently, that's one of the moving points in this deal is that Luai yeah. wants the seven. Okay. So, he actually came up through um, cup and stuff. Well, not cup, but Harold Matz and that in the seven. And he actually played a game with Cleary at six and Luai at seven. Okay. So, when they got to the top grade, they obviously flipped around. Yep. Just suited to what Penrith needed, what Ivan Cleary wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But he has played seven. And for Samoa, we saw him yeah. take that lead half role, took him to a World Cup everyone, final. Everyone wants to forget about that. A lot of people don't buy into it because it was a small sample size, but, okay, but look if you can't do it against the best teams in the world, why can't you do it against clubs? I know he's got teammates, but look at his record without Cleary. Through juniors, it's fine. Fine. His record without Cleary is very, very good. Um, I know he's got great teammates with him, but without Cleary, his record at Penrith was something like, Twelve and one. And what's his winning? And what's his winning percentage as a player? It's like eighty-five percent or something. Yep. It's nuts. Yeah, and he bring he'll bring that winning mentality over to the Tigers as well. Um, so yeah, if he if he wants to play seven, it's who do you partner him with? You got Latu, you got Sullivan, who's probably a little bit more proven than Latu. Although I'd say Latu has a bit more potential. Mm. Um, you got Dewey coming back. Do you shift him to the center? Now I think he's a center. And we'll talk about that in a sec after we go over this, but yeah, I think he's a centre. Shift him to the centres um, and have Latu, or do you just put him into the sixth role? It's it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with the Tigers, but I think Luai 100% fits mm. what they what they want to go with. Yeah. And, I, yeah, okay, you, you can say, oh, well, he's an unproven half. I mean, first of all, I don't think he is, but even if you want to make that argument, who else is on the market? Dearden or Ezra Mam. And Ezra Mam, we think, staying. And did and we don't think we think so. Is Mam proven without Reynolds and Walsh? No. All these guys, no. Is Dearden proven? No. Actually, Dearden before Cowboys was a laughingstock. Yeah. So, you got to go after these big halves now. Mm. Unless you want to get stuck with a long-term building plan in the halves. And then I think, you know, what's happening is as well, like, what happens if Sullivan and Latu both go nuts and they both demand a lot of money? Like, at least you're going to have Luai there long-term, on a good coin. You know he's okay. He's not going anywhere. Yep. And Bud can play 14. Now, he doesn't necessarily want to, but does he want to play first grade? Of course he does. Is he going to be on 550 grand to play 14 off the bench? Yes, he is. Yep. Latu. Now, he's only 19. He's younger than me. Yeah. I think... Crazy. I think he can bide his time. Like, he can be patient. He's there and for four years. There's a massive reason why every Manly fan under the sun, although he hadn't played one singular first grade game, was up in arms about him leaving. Yeah. I don't even think there was that much um, like around Oluwapu leaving the Broncos. Yeah, exactly. And he was one of the highest rated players. And there was a massive thing. He's, he was coming over. I think Latu going to the Tigers. Everyone as a Manly fan was annoyed at that. Mm. Every single person. So... It's a, it's just a very interesting fit. They're going to have a big logjam of halves. Now, it's not a horrible problem because, like I said to you the other day, like Latu and Sullivan haven't been proven first graders. No. Caesar hasn't been in the NRL for a while. Luai is there as a premiership winner. Like, he comes over and you cannot argue his position. 
Yep. So it's about it's on you as the other three halves there to prove why you should be in the first team. LD competition. Now, just quickly about Dewey. Yes. We'll get into that. This is what I was going to talk about. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be there past 25. Neither, because I think he's a better centre than he is six. I but think if, there'll be a lot of teams that go for him at centre because I think he's quality. Just a little bit injury prone, that's all. But the Tigers, I mean, you look at their centres now, right? Stafford, Toa, Maiden, whatever, right? Mm. They're not going to be there long term, and people are going to go. All right, well you well, got uh, yeah, I think well, you got so, Dewey there. You just slot him in front of them, but you got Olam coming over, and you got Fletty coming through. So and I think Stafford Tower is still very solid. Like I think he he's just signed another two year extension. I think. Mm-hmm. Like so, does Dewey fit in the centers into that team? I don't know. Mm. Don't know if he does. To be honest, it's very tough. And is he the type of center Benji Marshall wants? That's what we got to think about. Yeah. He was the type of center that Madge was looking for, an attacking center. But Madge is looking for these defensive guys now. That's why he's gone straight for Olam. He doesn't care his age. He doesn't care his contract. He knows in the finals, he's defended and come up with big plays and he's a smart defender mm-hmm. and he hits hard. And now, I've been very critical of Olam. Yeah, I think there will be too. And I've been very critical of Olam saying I don't think he's as good as people think he is. And I still think that just because he's been linked to the Tigers. like. But I think everyone's recognized. Well, I think it's got to the point where everyone's so low on him now. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, are we forgetting who this guy was six months ago? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, again, I still didn't think he was a top five center in the game like everyone thought he was. Maybe just fifth. But he's still better than everyone's saying. I know he got dropped, but there's been... But SJ got dropped, comes back, wins the Dalian. Yep. Like, he's in a different position, of course. But who says he can't get a change of scenery, come and bounce back? Mm-hmm. So... I think, yeah, I think this is a very interesting one to watch. Now, you spoke about, obviously, Latu's not going to be happy. But you can't tell me Benji isn't smart enough to go and address these boys. Oh, yeah. About what's going on. If yeah. this is all true, if the meetings have happened and whatnot, like, there would have been some form of communication. Yeah. And if the signing gets done, there will be more communication. And also, Latu and Sullivan, I mean, they're football players, so they're going to think that, like, they want to be the best, whatever. Yeah. But they know... Running into the season, Lato and Sullivan probably isn't the best for the team short term either. Mm. Like it could work out long term, but they know that they're probably not good enough to lead the teams to the finals at this point in time. Yes. They'll know, all right, Luai coming over. But it means like we're both young and we, we both have a lot of potential. Yeah. We need to fight for our spot. And I think it's good because a lot of the times the Tigers have signed these young players. They've come over and it's been like, here you go, here's a cakewalk into the team. Mm-hmm. You're the young man with the potential. Mm-hmm. You go for it. Happened with Brooks. He kept getting picked. But now you've got two players who I would argue... Su- Sullivan's probably right now the better NRL player because we've literally seen him play at NRL. Lardu hasn't. Yep. But these guys are both going to be fighting for a jumper. And that's what you need. You need your two best young halves to be fighting for that jumper because they're both going to play hard every week. They know they're not just a privileged young prospect coming into the side. And Benji seems pretty cutthroat. Mm-hmm. So I think it's definitely one to watch. I, I was Lardu's like that as well because... Mainly, I mean, they brought brought Brooks here, but you that he could have done a Schuster and said, "Look, I want to play six, mm. or I'll look at other clubs." Pretty much, but um, bided his time in SG Ball. Harold Matz came into New South Wales Cup earlier this year, and I think he was gonna fight for his position and actually go for that. But then Manly told him, "Hey, look, we we don't need you anymore." Yeah, which so is let. crazy. But I think he is a player that will definitely go in and fight for his spot, not just complain and, mm. like, argue over not, not getting playing time. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, 
I was initially kind of against the Luai move, but the past couple of weeks I've been thinking about it after the first report came out, and I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. I think, I think apart from Appy, he'd be the best signing our club's ever had in terms of off the market signing. Mm-hmm. And I just think the club needs to do everything they can to get him. The Bulldogs yeah. aren't exactly interested, I don't think. Um, they are interested, but they're not aggressive in all their negotiations. I think it is a two two horse race. I think it's Tigers or Panthers, and if the Tigers hit that 1.2 million mark, I think it's done. Yeah, that's kind of what his management's I don't think asking he's for. Now. No, the way well, the, Panthers are playing the way that CEO not- has come out, and spot, like I understand they're protecting their brand, right? But at the end of the day, there's still a humanitarian part of the game. I don't think he's saying. And you just don't come out and bag your players who have won your three premierships like that, who've come through the ranks with you, have great mates there. I wouldn't yep. be doing that. Um, and. I'll bring my point up here that I wanted to bring up when we're talking about AFB. Uh, This is kind of the reason why I think Tigers are the best fit. What do Luai and Adam Fenor Blake have in common? That is a great question. I would argue, okay, outside of 2023 for AFB, they both played their best football next to Api Coruscant. Yeah, right, yeah. That, that's been the bit... When I heard that they were going after Adam Fenor Blake, I thought Appy Coruscant had to be 100% behind this because at Manly, Adam Fenor Blake was arguably arguably the number one prop in the game at one mm-hmm. point. Uh, I think he had a great 2023. So I think that was probably his best year um, outside of his Manly years. And Jeremy Law has won two comps yep. with Appy Coruscant as his nine. And they worked beautifully together. Mm-hmm. So I, I think those are... Appy's going to be a major... Major drawing point for both those two. Yeah. Appy, having someone like Appy there and then Benji as a coach, I think just gives you some yeah. pulling which you really need to try to get these blokes across. Yeah. And and you look, at, you look at the spine now. Okay, Latu, if they play Latu or Sullivan, whatever, they're young prospects. But you now got Buller, mm. Appy and Luai. Like, it's not a bad, um, bad spine I think that's all. like star-studded spine. Star-studded spine. Yeah. I'm very keen to watch Baller this year too. I think Same. he's going to take big steps. All right. One through four. Enough about the Tigers talk. Cause I could talk about that all day. Give me one through four. Give me a number. Give, Give me, me a number. Give him four. Just as I said, the Tigers talk was wrapping up. Oh, no. It's not. Junior Tupo is being chased by the Roosters and the Raiders. The Tigers have offered him a two-year extension. He's not going anywhere. You don't reckon? No. You think he's staying? If he's going to Roosters, he's going to be playing reserve grade. Why? Apparently, Tupo's going to retire. Okay, well, then you got... Um, Dom Young. Probably Billy, Billy Smith. Smith comes into the team. Because I don't think he'll be there this year. But who plays on the wing, then? Is Tupo for 2024? Five. Hmm. So you lose Suwali, then. Hey, he could be in there. He could be in there, but... I just... I think Tigers is a, Tigers is guaranteed playing time. I think they're on the up. I don't uh, yeah. know how the Roosters are going to fit it in. Maybe Rob Toyer's coming up around that point. Yeah, that's true. I think they might. I don't. I don't see Junior Tupo as a Roosters player. I don't. I just don't see it happening. Yeah. And I can't see it at Canberra because they've got a number of wingers, all at the same point. Like. And they've got the young fella coming through yeah. too. I can't remember his name. Asamoah. Yeah. Beast. He just, well. there, he, just re- he just re-signed as well. He just re-signed. Yeah. Yeah. So they've got him, 
Kotrick, Savage could play there. Albert Hobawati. Like, I don't know if they need a junior Tupo. Yeah, I'm not really sure it should be their biggest priority either. I think the Tigers need to be on top of it. I'd be up in it for three years. Oh yeah. Um, but I'm sure Benji's already spoken to him. I, I again, I don't think he'll be going anywhere either. Nah, won't um, be anything massive, but I think that's his spot. I think out of all your wingers, he's the most. Well, listen, he's they, the most set in stone. They can't play the Josh Adokar game again with him. They need to just nah. lock him up. Yeah. And do whatever they must to keep him. But they can't play the Moses Sully game as well with giving him 700k after one year. No, it won't be a big deal. It'll be a very small deal, I think. Mm. 350 yeah 4 maybe max so yeah we'll see I don't we'll see, see. I could see Tupo leaving maybe but, but I don't think it's going to be Roosters or Canberra I can't see them as well, the dogs have fits. the dogs have thrown their name in the hat as well of course they have they literally have what? enough outside backs they've got Ado Carr who I mean he's Wilson, floated around with Karaz Bobby, but whatever but I think Karaz is definitely a winger I think Blake Wilson's there No, nah, they need more unless they think Junior Tupo can play 14 because if you could play 14... they got, what, a seventh utility? Well, they just need more utilities. They need eight of them. In the starting 17. To put in the front row. Top 30, sorry. They need more than eight. I think they, their goal is to get all top 30 to all be utilities. That's the Gus revolution now, I think. Fair enough. But yeah, I think he stays at the Tigers for now. He's locked down that starting spot. That's for sure. He'll be there on one starting. I think... I mean, you could argue Knopf and Staines, but I think Tupo is the one that's set in stone. I'd be, yeah, I'd be going Staines on the right, Tupo on the left. Yeah, probably same. All right, give us another number. Give us another number. That was only a short one. One to three. Yeah, one to three, mate. Two. He wants to go to two. Now this is this is gonna be a one that you're gonna like, mate. Connor Tracy has been released effective Ooh. immediately to join the Dogs. Connor Tracy. Michael Gabriel, Gabriel to Cronulla in return. Now, apparently, that uh, Michael Michael Gabriel is a gun. He's a winger. Apparently, he's a beast. I haven't heard that he's a gun. I've heard that he's promising. Mm. Um, I think either way, it's horrible from Cronulla. Really? Like, I mean, I don't know how Gabriel is going to turn out, so we'll see. We're not going to know for th- two, maybe three years if there's a good trade for Cronulla or not. Yep. I think it's good business from the Bulldogs. I don't really know where he fits in, whether he plays fullback, mm. whether he plays in the centres. Like, the guy can literally play anywhere. Could be, you know, he's a utility. Could play 14. Yep. Um, yeah. It, it's a difficult one, but um, if I'm Cronulla, I would have been keeping Tracy. I think he's played but, very good in a number of positions. Yeah. I mean, I think that means my Tracy at six is gone, so Trindle and Hines <laughs> are the halves. Um, so what, they're going to keep Talakai and Ramian in the centres? Whether they bring Iroh up? Yeah, it's got to be one of them. Um, but yeah, I think they've also got star-studded wingers already. Mm. They've got Katoa and Mortala locked up forever. They've got um, Sam Stone Street, who was killing it in cup this year. Iroh can play on the wing. Uh, they've got another young gun in uh, Siteni Takamo. Yeah. He was, uh, played for Greece in the World Cup. Scored there. He was the one that scored their first ever try. Uh, I think he's 18. He's got very high raps on him coming through. So, yeah. I, I don't know, but I think this is more of a Connor Tracy wanted out because he's not going to get playing time 
than a we wanted Michael Gabriel. So I think they're mm. saying, all right, we can get a promising young player back. For yeah, I don't think they would have gone, give me Michael. Yeah. They would have just identified, all right, this guy looks good. This guy's and we don't want low. Tracy to go for any, yep. nothing. We want to get something back in return. Now, they have opened up 500k to go for AFB, apparently. <laughs> um, I think that's just Daily Telegraph just making stuff up. The Sharks haven't shown any intent in going for AFB. Um, I don't know, I guess... Look, they can sign some more... Oh, I would like to see that 500k go for it. A big forward. Yeah. Which could be AFB. <laughs> it's not going to be AFB for 500, man. Um, I think I think Tracy had been pushing for release for a while, though. So maybe they've yeah. kind of been backed into a corner where it's like, fine. But, like, but how does he clear up 500k? What was he on? Apparently 500k. Couldn't have been. Apparently. He couldn't have been. when. Apparently he's on 500k. I'm telling you, he's a star. He's a beast. Okay. Connor Tracy, my goat. But he's like, not better than Doc Hudson. Oh my god! Stop talking about this guy, bro. <laughs> Got nothing on Sally the Porsche, bro. <laughs> yeah, what about right. Spirit Weathers though? Ah, oh, bro. Connor Tracy. He's okay. My man. All right, pal. He's my man. Anyway, I will. Yeah, I, if I'm Cronulla, I would have been keeping Tracy. I would have gone elsewhere mm. to get. Well, I mean, if they, if it was the cap they wanted to free up, fair enough. But yeah, I, I think Tracy had to be in that side a year or two ago, permanently. But, um, yeah, it's an interesting one. Yeah, for sure. It's another interesting one. I don't know how it's going to play out. Don't know where Tracy's going to fit into the Bulldogs. Don't know how Sharks are going to line up in their back five now. Mm. And I don't know how Michael Gabriel's going to go. So, yeah, well, they got Molotalo and Katara as well, so yeah. maybe they try and form him into a centre or they push Molotalo into the centres or something, if he was to obviously hit he his stripes. He started this year at centre, didn't he, or was it the year before? The year before, I think, because yeah. they had Ikevalu. Oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, it was the year before. Yeah, it was 2022. 2022. Molotalo started in the centres. Yeah, because anyway. I think uh, Ikevalu went to the Super League. Possibly. This year. Randomly, no one even knew. Yeah, Michael... Anyway, Michael Gabriel, I've heard, is pretty promising. That's it. Yeah. Um, how do the Bulldogs line up now? How do they line up? Oh, I think Tracy's the fullback. Oh, but... So, they've got six players that I think absolutely should be starting, mm. but they've got to fit into five positions. Yeah. So, it's a difficult one. I, You floated the possibility of Burton going back to seven. I don't know if they do that. I think that'd be horrible for Toby. I Saxon. don't. I don't think they can afford to do that. Could he? Could he be the utility out of the <sighs> out of the fifteen that signed? But they've already got twenty five utilities. Yeah, but could he be? Could he be the utility, and everyone else is just fighting for a spot? Can you imagine that reserve grade squad? Yeah, it's just going to be a bunch of utilities. Hutchell and Kurtman in the centers. Um, Turpid nine, Salmon six. Yeah. It's going to be nice. Oluwapu in there somewhere. <laughs> Those Tammy utilities. Nice. Curtis Moran, Origin player. <laughs> He'll be there. He'll They'll be probably there. be undefeated. He'll be there. Um, well, that'd be interesting. We'll see, we'll see how the team of utility... He's trying it out in cup before... Before he implements it into first grade. Into first yeah. Grade. That's, the, that's the new Gus Gould plan. Revolutionising <laughs> NRL. Cam Murray. He can play centre. Yeah, for Bring sure. Him over. 
All right. He's plays center every day. Yeah. Anyway, oh, Connor, oh, okay. Connor Tracy, I think, is going to be the fullback. I'm not high on Critter at fullback. Don't know why. I just think he's an absolute gun center. Stay in the centers. That being said, it'll probably have to be him and Sherry. Mm. And then as much as I hate to say it, it'll probably be Karaz and Adoka on the wing. Why do you hate to say it? I really like Blake Wilson. Oh, right. That's right. But, yeah. Maybe he can be the utility. Can play a bit of fullback. <laughs> I just really don't understand what the Parramatta Eels are doing. Where's this come from? Because they were the ones that were leading the race to sign Buddy Tracy and they never got him and then they didn't come back for him and now they don't have any outside backs. So who are they going to end up with? So everyone says it. I don't think the outside backs are that bad. Mate, Bla- Bailey Simonson goes down and they got no one. All right, depth-wise, you're right. Yeah. Exactly. Hayes Dunster, mate. Yeah. Well, look, he's a good player, but he's just not the solution for Parra. All right, so yeah, with Tracy, I just I do think it's a good pickup for the dogs. All jokes aside, I actually think he was very impressive last year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do you start him? I would probably start him at fullback round one. Let Critter get adjusted to being a bulldog first before you start shifting him around everywhere. Uh, but Reed Marty did come out and say that Critter will be at the back. So who knows? Do you start Tracy on the wing on the centers? Nah, I don't think you can. In the halves. All right, like. Look, is a fullback or is a fullback or fourteen? Realist, no, realistically, they could. Yeah. Do centers or fullback? Mm-hmm. I think Crichton will be the fullback, but I'm saying if I'm running this team, yeah, I, I think Crichton is I'm such you. a good center. I'd be starting with Tracy at fullback, especially yeah. after what we showed showed me That's at the end I of last year. All right, good pick up for the dogs there. Five hundred K for AFB. Mm-hmm. All right, two more. Pick me one. One. He's picked one. You can have whatever you want. Joey Manu. Flano. Flano. He can have whatever he wants. Flano's pursuit of Manu is heating up. Absolutely wild. And we were talking about this when we talked about Flano. Yeah. You can have whatever you want. And then, to come out, the best part of that was, oh yeah, he could be captain of the Dragons if he really wanted to. Then came out... Didn't say I would make him captain, though. And he's like, I didn't say that Ben Hunt wouldn't be captain. I said that Marno could be if he wanted to. I didn't (laughs) say I was going to stop Ben Hunt from being captin. Come on, guys. You're taking words out of my mouth now. (laughs) Twisting my words. (laughs) Look, I think everyone who's listened to the pod quite a bit knows my opinion on Marno at fullback. I believe he's a centre, and I believe that he's 100% going to stay at the Roosters. Yeah, I don't think he'd go to the Dragons. Yeah, look, I don't think he's going anywhere either. I don't think he fits the Dragons either. Like he's a superstar. Yeah. And like he'd make them better, but I don't but know if the yeah, fits correct. To be fair, he didn't really have the best year last year either, and we don't like him at fullback. Like our consensus is just keep him in the centers. Yeah. And if he's gonna go to the Dragons, he's gonna play fullback. And we've been like this for. Quite a while. Quite a while. Where we go, mate, you're best there in the game. Just stay there. Just stay there. Win Origins. Like I said about Crichton, stay at the Panthers. Again, the curse. As soon as I said that, they released a statement. Stay at the Panthers, win comps, be the best in your position at Origin. There's no need for you to go and change your position. Yeah, exactly. 
And there's very few, yes, there's examples, but there's very few players, um, players that have gone from being a center or a winger and then gone and dominated in uh, fullback or six. And mm. when I say that, I mean like they weren't just playing center or wing because that's where they fit into the team at the time. I'm saying like they've been centers their whole career, all through juniors, wingers, and then they suddenly go, I want to be a fullback now. Yeah. I want to get more, I want to get more money. I just but want that bag. I just want that bag. I don't buy this whole, oh, I just want my hands on the ball more. Yeah. I don't think that's... Critter gets the ball so so much. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I don't think that's... Well, I think Critter's the wrong person to say that about because I, I don't think he's money chasing. But No, neither do I. But, he didn't really have a choice, did he? Yeah, no. Like, they're struggling to keep Luai within the cap now. Can you imagine if they had Critter to deal with as well? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he didn't have a choice. But, um... Yeah, but there's players, there's players that... Panthers will tell you different, but... Panthers will tell you different. Hey, we gave him a pretty good deal. He just didn't want to stay. Obviously, if he gets offered that much money, we're not going to be against him. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think that was it, pal. All right, Brian Fletcher. Brian Fletcher of Brian Fletcher clone fame. All right. <laughs> Every time I see that guy's name pop up, I'm like, what? what is Fletch saying? And I'm like, oh, it's that stupid CEO. It's that fraud. I don't think he's stupid. Oh, I don't know. He's done a pretty good job up until now. No. I think he's just protecting the club's image. Yeah, he is. Evidently. I don't know if you listened to that bloke, the whole bloke thing on this, but I think they're saying this is where players get a little bit annoyed at CEOs and that. Oh, of course. They're signed for unders to win comps the whole time because, you know, that's what you do for your teammates. That's what the club needed me to do. But as soon as, as it's time for the club to repay you, it's just a business, mate. Yeah, exactly. It's just a business. Exactly. And that's been like that in the NBA and everything for so long. Like, yep. Players they do like, everything for their club. We'll keep you, we'll keep you. And then they're traded. Yeah. No one tells them. And then it's like, yeah, mate, it's just, it's just a business. It's nothing personal. Yeah. we got to do what we need to do. If the players did that. It's just a business. Oh, yeah. But well, we'll even, you know, Jerome Lewis said, you got to go to work tomorrow. Yeah. That's just business. No one liked that. Oh. All right. Manu's not going to the Dragons. No. At least we can agree on that. Yep. Last one. Billy Burns handed a Shire lifeline. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Oh, I, I do, I I do don't f- think he's playing. But I, I thought he was okay for the Dragons at the back end of the year. Like him and Dan Russell were the, you know... They were the new Fafita and someone. Look, Sharks have got Teague Wilton coming back. They've already got Nakora. They've got Colhoun. They've got Jack Williams. They've got a number of guys who can play second row. Yeah. Just don't know if I see Billy Burns in there. It could be some like a depth player mm-hmm. if there's a few injuries to the second rows, but I, I don't see... I don't expect him to be playing consistent first grade. Talakai, if they decide to move into yeah, the other centers as well. True. That's about it. Yeah. I just think it's pretty simple. Dragons probably do need some forward depth, though. I probably would have offered him a contract. It wouldn't have really set you back that far. But, Flano. Flano. I'm not, I'm not surprised Flano hasn't announced that on SEN yet. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine you're a Dragons Billy player? Billy Burns, you're sacked! Can you imagine you're a Dragons player? You haven't been talked to about Flano. Flano's like, oh, yeah, but just... 
We're actually just going to let a few guys go. We're going to let uh, Billy Tyrell go. Sloan, Sloan go to the Super League. Sloan. Yeah, we're actually going to let these boys go. And we're actually going to confirm our interest in um, James Schiller. Mm, so, that's been confirmed. It's like this. Oh, I'm just going to tune in SCA. Oh, really Flano's on SCA. <laughs> All right, listen in. Dan Russell, you're sacked. <laughs> Don't show up to training on Monday. Listen, all right? Jack DeBellon, you're sacked. Don't show up to the club again. All right, Jaden Sewer, you said you wanted to go to the Dolphins? Well, now you're sacked. Don't show up to the club ever again. I'm confirming my interest in David Fafita. Here's a four-year, $4 million deal. Fafita, come join the Dragons. Thanks for having me, fellas. You're sacked, by the way. Hey, Ben Hornby, assistant coach, you're sacked. I don't need you anymore. And they take a break on SEN. He comes back 30 minutes later. Listen, the after that 30-minute break, I've decided Moses Sully, you're sacked. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> 30 minutes later, he comes back. The players are still listening in after after the shock of just being sacked. He's like, so Fafita actually called me in that break. He's confirmed that he's not interested. So <laughs> Billy Burns, so you're Jayden back Tua, at the club. Jaden Tua, I'm sorry. You're rehired. <laughs> you weren't actually sacked. <laughs> I was joking. I was only joking, was obviously. April Fools. Oh no, it's December. Oh my bad. No, it's 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 live on air. He, he confirms his interest on Fafita. He's like, matter of fact, this is Dave Fafita's manager now. Answers the call. Hey, would David be interested yep. in the Dragons? Flano, stop calling me. <laughs> yep. Stop calling me Flanagan. Yep. Seriously, no one wants to come to your scrub club. Shut up. Get out of my phone. So guys, I think David Fafita's not interested in coming to the Dragons, unfortunately. So Billy Burns. If you're willing to come back on a train trial, I'll see you on Monday. <laughs> train <and> trial. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Billy Burns just called me. He says he's accepting the train and trial. Guess what, Billy Burns? Now I'm interested in Josh Curran. So you're sacked. Don't even show up on your train and trial. The trial's done. No training required. <laughs> you're all oh, sacked. Right. We're rec- In fact... I hate this roster. All 30 of you, you're sacked. <laughs> I'm just going to be doing drills by myself. Oh, anyway. Oh, Flano. You need to get yourself together. I can confirm I'm interested in using peptides and steroids for, for, for this season. I can confirm I'm interested. Asada. I'm interested in steroids. I can confirm I'm interested in bringing back Paul Gallen. Glory, Jack Davis. Bird, you thought it was funny? You're sacked. No, Jack Bird won him a title. Yeah, yeah sacked. Mick Ennis, out of the coaching role. Mick Ennis, guess what? You're sacked from Manly and you're hired as our hooker. Ben Barber, come back, son. Can you imagine? His parting decision from Manly is, uh, yeah, we're actually going to sack Michael Ennis and then he just signs him with Dragons. And then he's like, oh, Ennis is signed to be an assistant coach, Flano. How'd that come about? Assistant coach. He's starting hooker round one. Jacob Little, you're sacked. <laughs> Michael Ennis, four years, five million dollar deal. Bring him back. He won me a title. Malizen. runs on the ball. Malizen, sacked. Kyle Flanagan, de-owned. Don't show up to my family ever again. You're sacked from the family. You're disowned. Sacked. Alright. Enough waffle. Alright, well listen here. I'm going to take off my Flanagan right now. <clears throat> Jerome Luai. Jerome. You listen? 
You're hired. All right. I'll see you at training on Monday, Jerome. Stay blessed. See you later. Jerome Luai. You're a tiger.